Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It's V, the Grill Economist, coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning with my main man, CJ, working the airwaves, making sure the broadcast is coming out crispy and clean. You know what I mean? Check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. And check us out on every single podcasting app known to humanity. We're everywhere you want us to be, plus a bag of chips. And with that being said, we have our special guest today, Jet Blake, is back to describe and get into more details the last time we had him on on Thursday, if you haven't got a chance, go back and, l- and listen to that Thursday show where he's talking about earth changes, the uh, cataclysmic events that are about to happen ge- geologically, as well as this thing called the dark star or the black star that he was talking about. So, Jet, welcome back. We are all pumped. We're all caffeinated. We're ready to rock and roll, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I think the key word is caffeinated. That is the key word. <laughs> uh, since we switched to a different software, would you be able to uh, yes. walk me through sharing the screen? Yep. On the bottom, there's a thing where it says mute, start cam settings, and then share. You click on share, and then you could uh, share the screen. It gives you options. You could share the entire screen, share the window, or the Chrome tab. Let's see. I'm looking on the uh, – I see mute. It says yep. start camera uh, settings. And then share. Share. Yep. Share. Share screen. Yep, you can click on that, and then another option would open up where you click share screen again. And, and I'm leaving the uh, and I'm leaving the um, audio off. Okay, so uh, can you see my screen now? Yes, perfect. Okay, thank you. Each software is a little different. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, this is. Uh, it's, it's disturbing information. Uh, last week, I was able to uh, re-watch our interview because during our interview, I can't see the comments. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people saying that this is entering woo-woo territory or what does this have to do with cryptos? But, but obviously, when you have me on, you, you cover geopolitics and crypto and economics extremely well. You, your guests, the knowledge is off the chart. When you have me on, it's different topics. I hope they realize this. One of the, the, the statements that I noticed, too, is, well, you're stating, Jet, the problems. What's the solution? I, I don't I don't know. I've, I've said that how many times, hundreds of times. You and I have yeah. had interviews for over three years. I don't know the options. And, and you know what? Sometimes the, the answer, uh, there isn't any, or the answer is there might not be a way out. I think we're trained as a society in Hollywood that there's always a happy ending or there's always a solution we're taught in universities and, and any business problem or sometimes the, there isn't an answer. Mm. And, I, and I'm afraid this, this might be in, in that category. The second point would be, all right, well, if, if, this is, if there's a potential cataclys- cataclysmic event or a restructuring, terraforming of the earth that's happened multiple times in earth's history, then what good is to bring up this information? I think that's a, a valid question. And, and I have an answer to that, but I don't know if it's the correct answer. Mm-hmm. But I think it's an answer that needs to be discussed because otherwise we're throwing this material out that could be very stressful and depressing. I think it is. But if we have this information, we can digest it. We can act upon it. We can dismiss it. Whatever we're going to do individually or your audience, as as we discussed today, at least 
I'm a scientist who's honestly presenting this information where he won't hear this on other talk shows or news media. They're, they're not yeah. covered. They either don't have the knowledge base or they, it's not good for ratings or it's not good for the U.S. dollar, so they don't. I don't work that way. Uh, they've bankrupted me. They've railroaded my uh, company. They've starved me out financially, and I'm still swinging because I believe that information should at least be delivered and let the individual process it or dismiss it, at least deliver it. So that's what I'm doing is I'm delivering this information and um, I'll get into what I think um, if you can't do anything about it, what to do about this mentally or, or spiritually or consciously. And I think that's the key that the discussion should end up with maybe the last 15 minutes of this discussion. Cause I know you're uh, super busy as a businessman and you have so many obligations. I appreciate you having me on over these last three years. And, and I think we do have an impact because I do get a lot of uh, emails. I get 18 to 30 emails every time we do a show. And uh, they're sincere emails are very respectful. And I reply right away and try to help them with the questions that they have. So on the screen is May 18th, 1980. Uh, again, I like to ask the question is, does anyone know what happened May 18th, 1980? It's okay if you don't, I'll remind you just like December 2004 with the tsunami. Right. So um, the 18th of May, 1980 is when Mount St. Helens. Oh, right. The reason why that's uh, important is if we look at this solar system scope software, again, hats off to the men and women, everyone involved in this. It's great software. Um, we see, I, I drew the, software back so that you can see Saturn and Jupiter. See Saturn here, Jupiter. If I come in a little bit on the software, here's Earth, May 18th, 1980, triggered Mount St. Helens. What's important with this formation is the physics, the solar system uh, dynamics of not only all, our solar system, other solar systems in our galaxy, our Milky Way galaxy, and its affiliation and its location among other galaxies. What we're dealing with is with fractal patterns. Now, I, I know, V, you're a connoisseur of watches, aren't you? Yes. Uh, High-end watches. You, you have excellent knowledge. Uh, I'm kind of jealous of the knowledge. But <laughs> if I had any questions, I, I would go to you. Right. Because... And, and I, I can see your fascination. Uh, watches are investments. They're yes. beautiful works of art. Uh, there's just a lot of attraction to watches. Now, the better watches that you get involved in, just, just like high-end uh, automobiles, it's phenomenal engineering. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, it's incredible. It's a machine with a heart. It's, an, it's there's yes. no other way to describe it. It's, it's, it's beautiful what, what man has done with these little timepieces. Yes, and I, I watched some videos, and I like how how do they the, the machines to to engineer these gears, and then the balancing, and the mechanisms, and how they uh, can maybe self wind, and it's it's unbelievable. So, uh, if you use that illustration and your your knowledge that you have with these fine watches, the engineering, the balance, the gears, and precision of these watches, our universe is no different. It's a watch. It's precision and watches, but it, it's much more complicated than that in that you have multiple watches engaging with other watches on top of that sophistication of the individual watch. So our solar system is a, a watch, a, a very advanced, balanced um, feat of engineering. But this watch or solar system is affected by other watches and watches that are larger watches that are smaller and how does one watch interface with another watch and still maintain their individual precisions you get to a point where i i'm not near smart enough i i, I mean I'm, I'm smart in some areas stupid ignorant in areas uh, you can't be a genius in everything but the more i study this and in, in my work with electromagnetic frequencies and then ion and plasma generation uh the more knowledge that I'm getting on our solar system, the galaxy and how they, they work, 
the less significant I feel, but I also have just a, a hint of the type of wisdom and knowledge and engineering who or what's responsible for this. And it's very humbling. So what happened in 1980 with the harmonics, the balancing of our solar system, all the planets were in a plane. They were on this side. Uh, they were on this side of our solar system, but the earth had broken the plane of the planet alignments. Earth had swung around here and it kind of stuck its head out. You know, the, the, the I think it's a Chinese proverb saying that the, the head of the nail that's tallest gets hammered. Yeah. Well, the ones <laughs> so earth came out of this alignment here in between Venus, Mars, and then when I backed up further, your Jupiter and Saturn. And as soon as it came out of this alignment, Mount St. Helens popped. Mm. It was, the, it was you know, the, the nail too high sticking its head up and it got hammered. We have very similar solar system dynamics. If I fast forward to around May of 20, the year 2028, the exact same, exact same thing is happening. So if you look at the alignment of, of Saturn, Jupiter, Venus, and Mars, and I go in, Earth now breaks this alignment. See how Earth passes up Venus? Yeah. Earth, Earth is starting to stick its head up like the nail that's too high that gets hammered. It's the exact same harmonics. Now, here's, here's the problem. This is different than the fact that Mount St. Helens popped in 1980. Because someone could say, all right, Jet, you, you, you mentioned that. That's interesting. You, you had uh, an electromagnetic uh, energy jolt, and it triggered maybe a particular hot spot. Uh, Mount St. Helens was already pressurized and it popped kind of like if you open up a cork of a champagne bottle it, it pops so that was a pressure relief valve that was tragic for the area uh some people uh, lost their lives but that was just one particular state that wasn't uh if you're in other parts of the united states canada you're okay mexico europe south america south america or southern hemisphere Here's what the difference is, V. Mm. If, if, if we back up, I will do, let's see, it's um, this one right here. Yeah. Th this is uh, in the core here, which is kind of the gold color. Mm -hmm. We have... Uh, the uh, thicker magma, which is closest to the core. And then uh, there's a thinner magma between this grouping here. And it's what our continental crust kind of float on. Picture like our continents float on a very thick waterbed type membrane. These corridors, these magma plumes that are closest to the core, they don't look like this anymore. They have swollen. These have expanded and swollen to where they're encompassing. They cover the core and they've also expanded and they're filling the gap in between this photograph and the underneath of the crust, which the thinner magma it's floating upon. The reason why that's important is, let's see, I think there's, right here, you, you have these magma plumes that come up and see how they're reaching uh, the surface or what they'd be doing is they'd be reaching underneath the continental crust. Or if they come poke through, they're active volcanoes, if they poke through the surface. These magma plumes now, in, instead of uh, particular arms that we've had in the past, they are everywhere. All, all this mm. space, all this space here, is would be now yellow and it's pressurized. 
so when the earth goes beyond that plane, that nail sticking its head up, like the solar system harmonics in May of 1980, when everything's pressurized, you're not going to have just one volcano erupting. They all are. All hot spots, such as the New Madrid Fault, which caused the Mississippi River to run backwards for three days. That goes. Mm. Also, what happens is you start having uh, stresses that, that are already taking place. Since the Earth is pressurized, you have stresses underneath continental plates. So the continental crust is starting to separate underneath, let's say 80 miles, 100 miles below, depending on, on the thickness of the crust, it's already starting to separate from underneath and working its way up. So you're going to have the land masses now separate. And when that happens, it happens within days because it's already being separated from underneath. That's why you have all, all this um, earthquake activity. If you look at the software systems that keep track of daily earthquakes, the earthquakes and you look at the depth uh, of these earthquakes, the, the earth is ready to have a form of expansion. It's actually going to expand. Yeah, Joe. I mean, there there are some scientists who say that the Earth is actually expanding; it's getting bigger. Is is that is that what you're seeing as well? Yes. Got it. Now, based on what you're talking about, and how does this affect plate tectonics? Are we going to see more earthquakes, tsunamis, things of that sort? Yes. Yeah, and it it gets worse because look the 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 infrastructure the infrastructure is delicate. Dams, power plants, bridges. Uh, it doesn't take much geological movement, and you have failure, structural failure. It, engineering uh, is based on consistency and soundness of uh, its footings and hit, hitting bedrock. But when bedrock liquefies or shifts, all the infrastructure collapses. So if you look at it from an economic standpoint, how could the United States, with a major terraforming, the United States can't withstand uh, major cities where high rises are compromised, they either collapse or the foundations are permanently damaged and are leaning and bridges are gone and dams and nuclear power plants uh, have been in interrupted. And then you have the, the problem of notice. There, it takes a while to shut down a functioning nuclear power plant. So yeah. when these events happen and they start uh, popping, you know, when you, you, you ever go to a chiropractor and they adjust your back or neck and you hear the pop, 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 pop as they're adjusting. Right. There, there's no engineering uh, utility company that can properly shut down these these reactors but if you have the infrastructure of dams and bridges and high rises being compromised there's no economic engine that can recover from from this but the the weather patterns that we're you have two things going on is there geoengineering where there may be flooding out parts of australia deliberately uh reconfiguring society and transferring wealth and bankrupt the middle class because their homes are ruined. Yeah, you, they, they have the technology to do that. But besides that, Earth, as I mentioned the other day, is having a tough time maintaining equilibrium. And that's because of the pressurization, the heat buildup from the interior of the Earth due to this anomaly of this electromagnetic emitter that uh, is undetected with typical instruments. You can only identify its presence based on the behavior of planets yeah and the solar system the harmonics that the electromagnetic frequency emission and not all stars are equal not all stars are like ours and have the characteristics there are different phenomena there are phantom harmonics 
there are phantom electromagnetic frequency. That gets in a whole different world of, of physics. And I'm talking about field theory, not atomic theory. There's different schools of thought. The more popular and major thinking in academia, the classical uh, education and structures atomic theory. When you get into field theory, well, that's what, what is field theory and and how come everyone isn't using it? And, and if that's really uh, a better science and explaining how solar systems and how our universe works, why isn't that taught? Well, if people, as you know, there's so many people that are naive and just believe in the typical plastic and leather narrative, you're never going to reach those individuals. Those are very simplified questions and they're naive. And unfortunately, the this world society has conditioned people to not think deep, to be sh kind of shallow and just focus on um, the physical world. And uh, the problem is that there's definitely an incentive in keeping global population ignorant of true science. That knowledge is power. And when the few have the real knowledge of what's going on with our solar system, what's happening to the earth, it's the terraform that's that's coming and they plan accordingly, but they let the surface dwellers, you and I in general society, continue life not knowing what's coming, not knowing how to prepare, then that gives them great power and knowledge. And what we're seeing, if, if you look behind the scenes of the geopolitics that you and your guests can figure and uh, you put the pieces of the puzzle together, if you look at the economic structure if you look at the distractions of what's happening in, in, in Europe, um, why political decisions are being made, and then you and your group are aware of, well, yeah, there's underground facilities. Why, why did they go up 4,000% since the 80s? What, what do they know that, that we don't know? And then what's going on with the central banking model? Is, and as that comes to an end, what's the advantage and the importance of uh, blockchain in a cryptocurrency economic structure. Well, that's that's because you, you're getting into a world where AI has been in control for quite some time and a global network that's based on AI and you have a, a I don't know the exact number, but I used to know there was at least seven supercomputers. These supercomputers are vying for data. So if you look at TikTok or Facebook or Telegram or Twitter, Google itself, YouTube, they all run on these analytics, including uh, certain games that seem to be free, like on your phone, these games that are popular that people download. Well, there's you and I know there's nothing free ever in life. There's always a cost associated. So what is it that they're trying to gather. All of these various social media platforms, these games, these are Intel gathering data because each one funnels real-time data to a certain supercomputer. It's all they're designed for is to gather these analytics and real-time uh, information. So Twitter might be free, Facebook, TikTok. I mean, they don't charge for it. YouTube doesn't unless maybe you want ad-free. But when they provide these platforms for free or these games for free and it's connected to your smartphone, that's real-time data feeding uh, the supercomputers because the artificial intelligence that has the most real-time information becomes king of the hill. Well, for an AI-type society, which I believe is planned after this terraforming event, you would need blockchain and cryptocurrencies because it's a currency of machine language. It's it's a currency that computers interfacing with computers, robots interfacing with robots. That's how they would engage in commerce. Not gold and silver, not fiat currencies, blockchain. It's the language of AI and robotics. So obviously the system engineers, these people in the know, are transitioning from that old four, 500 plus year mercantile, marine time, 
City of uh, London central banking into this new fangled AI face recognition blockchain uh, economic structure, but it also deals with DNA. It gets it gets even more complicated because the, the technology that they have that they're advancing is interfacing AI with genetic material. That's humans, plants, and animals. Now you're in a world where the technology is advanced enough that they can have AI, an economic structure on blockchain, but also tagging and identifying and changing DNA in real time through 5G, 6G, and what very few people know is 7G. 7G is complete game over. Try to find information on 7G on a typical search engine. It's very difficult. Well, there's a reason why. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we had to drop off, uh, just to let you know. Um, got a pressing uh, call he has to jump on. But, oh, okay. I, mean, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, but, um, you know, definitely, Jet, in terms of uh, understanding and assessing what's happening uh, in terms of these these uh, the cycles, the Earth cycles, and for one to to deny when you look through the course of history in terms of the evolution of of species, not only that, but everything ranging from the the Egyptians, where you're seeing literally uh, civilizations completely wiped out, and people struggling to identify the reasons why, and these Earth cycles that we're talking to talking through and i and i research this a little bit as well just give you a heads up jet but there's no doubt that from a construct that there's a, a significant understanding in terms of the natural state of the earth the rotation the sun all that kind of good stuff but what we're experiencing in terms of what people want to identify as potential quote unquote the climate change or just more the cycles as we navigate through the unknown and the earth cycles that happens in the solar system. There's no doubt that these cycles occur throughout history and, um, and we're long overdue for one of those potential cladicism type of event, events that shakes humanity uh, jet. Right. So I believe that uh, certain segments of society, and it's a combination of the banking cartels, the military industrial uh, complex, the COG continuity of government, these uh, powers to be have access to the solar system harmonics and they have, they have the assets and the ability with supercomputers to model scenarios by inputting data. It's very difficult for you and I to have access to, and they can run simulations as far as what do they think the Earth's topography will look like after this event, this terraforming of the Earth. And then based on the percentages, they're developing strategies. One of the main strategies is facilities, long-term facilities below ground, where they would have uh, water sources, water purification, energy sources, lighting, growing ability, uh, seed vaults, medical care and so forth, uh, but it's not enough for 7 billion people. So I don't know if it's people that have a green ticket or certain people that qualify for those advanced survival facilities. And then based on the modeling, after uh, the earth is, has settled down, what's the economic structure and governance gonna be after this event? They, they have this, 100, 150 to 200 years already mapped out in all the legalese. You and I are distracted. The general population, we're distracted with uh, sports or Hollywood stars uh, going through legal battles or geopolitical skirmish here or there, um, vaccine type passports, uh, agendas on pandemic governance which affect the immediate, sure they affect, all, but that's not, that's smoke and mirrors. That's distracting the 7 billion people of what's really happening. And the plans for this event 
only include a few million. That's all they. That's really all that they're worried about. And you, you and I, we're not in that group. As George George Carlin said, it's it's a club, and you and I ain't in it. Yep. So uh, a couple things is how, how to prepare for this because the Earth being schizophrenic, the the, the weather is going to be uh, quite severe. Uh, just focusing in the United States, the folks in the United States, we're going to have uh, extreme weather events where we're, we're going to have very sustained high winds, 70, 80, 100 mile an hour high winds, which we would call in the Midwest tornado season. But the tornado season isn't going to be a matter of three weeks. It's going to last 60 plus days in the, what we would call the spring and the fall. One of the problems with the sustainable high winds and very large hailstones, and we're dealing with three inches and, and larger, building structures, uh, transportation, cars and trucks will not be able to withstand the constant barrage of, of these high winds, these extended 60-day spring, 60-day fall tornado-type weathers with major hailstones. So how do you secure your home? That's a big question is your living quarters if you have your, your roof or walls compromised, especially on a re repeated basis. Insurance companies are going to go bankrupt. And the insurance companies are the backbone of this old global financial system. If you cannot insure your assets, then the whole system collapses. You have to be able to insure for there to be banking and collateral and projected loans based on the fact that the collateral is gonna be there. Well, insurance companies hedge that bet. So financial institutions aren't exposed to major losses. Insurance companies will not be able to uh, be in business in the next three years. It's impossible just because of the continual property damage that, that, that right. wipes them out. Right. So in, in this planning with, with you and your family, same questions I have to go through. The problem is if, if the majority of the country or worldwide is living from paycheck to paycheck, you're not going to have the resources to prepare for these events. It's impossible. You simply don't have the finances. Now, let me, let me throw this out there. I suspect that those that have had this intel in the early 80s, that's why they spent so many resources and really escalated the underground facility construction. I, I wonder if they manipulated society, especially since the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and so I wonder if they manipulated society to market to them, deliberately get them in debt, rack up their credit cards, student loans, mortgages, second mortgages on the house, so that people towards these last few critical years to prepare, they're so broke and up to their eyeballs in debt, they don't have the resources to prepare. And for them, the more that the population can be reduced in the next three to four years, as we see these major earth events, it accomplishes their purpose. See, there, there hasn't been any. Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt. Were you going to no, say no, something? no? No, go, no, go ahead. Please, please finish your thought. Go right ahead. Okay. So it, it it doesn't it doesn't seem. If uh, this is just hypothetical, maybe it's fairy tale land. But if if you really had a government that cared about people, about the culture of their particular region. Long ago, you would have had uh, incentives to keep families together, not incentives to uh, provide finances for single parent homes. You would have governments that were encouraging uh, eating right and, and exercising. They would be encouraging the agricultural to be more organic, less commercial, like these big billion dollar chicken and turkey and um, wheat and corn conglomerates. They, they would have financial structures for the small farmer, uh, community 
farmers markets. Well, they, they haven't. Governments would also be letting people to know the importance of saving and not being overly indebted, how to prepare for, they, they don't do any of that. None of that. They, they haven't, governments haven't had skill sets on how to garden, um, how to uh, animal husbandry, how to, how to raise chickens, no, nothing. It's what, what's, what's the education system um, teaching children way too early on uh, sexual orientations and so forth. It's very, very bizarre. So they've, they've gotten people in a jam where they're indebted, families are broken, people don't know what gender they are anymore. The food and water is very toxic and unhealthy. If you try to get anything organic, it's triple, quadruple the price. Again, people can't afford. The institutions have done everything they can to get the population as least prepared as possible for what is coming with the physics of Earth. It's it's very easy. It, it, I always say it's so obvious Stevie Wonder could see this. So, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, not, not to make, I don't mean that. No, no, no. Yeah, you know, it's all it's all good. It's all good. So, so uh, what's what's going on here is a, a level. The next level up. Um, CJ would be, and I'm assuming it's just you and I still, but um, yeah, the, the next level up is I'll just come out and, and say this. It's very difficult. I, I moved in, in, in the Midwest. So the, the, there's various areas, but the, the Midwest has in, from the United States standpoint, the Midwest has never been marketed as a place to live. Has it? It's always the East coast and West coast. Or uh, Texas has a lot of interest in Florida. You have the beaches and so forth. But the, the Midwest is always a yawn, a yawner. They call it the flyover country. Um, they've really marketed as hay seeds and farmland and just boring, boring. Well, uh, there, there's a reason for that. Uh, I moved uh, long ago in the Midwest, and you have uh, areas that from a geological standpoint are safer in the United States, but they're not heavily populated and they've been discouraged as a boring place to live. And that's not by accident, but even locating, for example, where I am, there's, there's safe areas, uh, Missouri, Kansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, Northern Texas, Eastern Colorado, uh, Iowa, the Dakotas, um, Western parts of Arkansas, but um, just because I've located and I've prepared as much as possible, um, I'm fortunate to have technologies for uh, water purification, energizing water, the sciences behind that, which, which are phenomenal. As you know, uh, I've developed since 2004 air and surface technologies that mimic nature that mimic a thunderstorm, that help with uh, pathogens in the air and on surfaces in real time. Uh, the technology, the hydrogen, oxygen ions simply break down into water vapor or carbon dioxide. It's non-toxic. So I've done everything as a scientist for myself and my family. We located in a safe area as far as the continental crust configuration away from nuclear power plants. I have the water technology the antimicrobial technology, my chances of surviving just from a physical and a science perspective, my chances of surviving are around 17%. Wow. And 17%. Wow. And this, this is someone where I'm not an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not in these, not in these fields. Right. I, I, I started to accelerate. I, I have, uh, I've gotten out of debt. But what does that mean? It means a very uh, simple 950 square foot dwelling place, old vehicles that have 230 to 300,000 miles, but well-maintained with uh, some help of some duct tape, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, no, no debt, uh, helping the kids get through school without last with, with student debt. But 
all these preparations, I'm at 17%. That that's that's not that great. So so knowing this, why did I still prepare? Well, I have to because of my personality. I, I just won't sit back and with a, a defeatist mindset. So I do everything that I can with the knowledge that I have. I still continue to learn from a, as a scientist and gather data. I want to know what's coming. I don't want to be lied to. I want to face the facts, even if it's 17%, then, then I live with that. But the other part, CJ, is what happens if there's a strong chance that I'm not going to make it? So I die, death, if, if death is coming with an event like that. I've transitioned into a, a lot of time dealing with, uh, and I don't mean to turn people off or the audience uh, for them to become disinterested. I, I don't know if I should just uh, speak my mind and let the chips fall where they may, uh, or if there's a small percentage of your audience that wants me to continue uh, in this conversation, but it's what, what happens after death and, and what you yeah, and I you want to move to a spirit. Yeah. If you want to move to a spiritual sense, go for it. You know, oh. Jed, I've had those, I've had a conversation similar to that to our, or to our, to our audience. I don't, I don't force those thoughts down anyone at all. It's just more of an individual basis. So, so go for it. Yeah. Just let's let it loose. Okay. And I'll, this is from a scientific perspective of field theory. So, Take it for what it is, and people can digest it. I'm not saying that, that I have all the answers that this is correct. This is just me speaking on your platform and people that have known me over the years on your shows. That um, what makes up you and I is not our body. The body is just a vessel. For example, biology, the root definition of biology is it's a study of energy flow. That's what biology is. It's a study of energy flow. Well, what's interesting is uh, counter space is uh, where all energy comes from. And in our study analysis, stars like our sun is a portal from counter space into our dimension. So our sun is like a fiber optic cable. And a fiber optic cable, if you look at the end of a fiber optic cable, you can see illumination or light. But fiber optic cables are used to transfer data. And data in, in form of light, light waves. That's that's all our sun is. Our sun as a transformer, it takes electromagnetic energy from counter space that has data attached to it, and it jettisons it out into our solar system. We, we know this as scientists. And the medium, CJ, for uh, the communication from counter space so there's dynamic energy in counter space. It's endless energy that's always existed, always will. But it has a, a consciousness and awareness. It, it has uh, wisdom. It's just not raw energy. It's, it's energy that has knowledge to it. That ports out of our sun in electromagnetic frequency, and it's converted it transitions from counter space through our sun to humans, plants, and animals, you and I, through our DNA and the water molecule. And this, this is what uh, I had discovered and, and collaborated with other scientists in the 2000s. The secret is the water molecule. It's a liquid crystal that's able to take the data from the electromagnetic energy from the sun, various, in this case, uh, light wavelengths, but it also includes infrared and ultraviolet. The information is able to, if the water molecule is configured properly, the data is transferred into the water molecule and it bounces around inside the lattice structure. Water is a liquid crystal. That data just bounces around in the water molecule, H2O, if it's configured properly, 
And then once that water molecule is absorbed through a plant, animal, or human cell, then that data is transferred intracellularly by the water. The water is the, the vehicle that transfers counter space, whatever data and information into the cell. It's, it's ingenious how this works. Yes. So the question is, who or what is in counter space that is sending out this energy with data attached to it? And then as a human body, we're designed for energy flow pass-through. See, all energy returns to its source. You have uh, uh, electricity is a method of using the motion of electrons to transfer energy from one location to another or from high potential to low potential. But all energy returns to its source. So here's what we're finding out, CJ, as and I am in, in the work in field theory. In, in counter space, we have a dynamic energy and there's data, knowledge attached to it, wisdom, whatever term you want to use, comes into our solar system through, through our sun. Water is the medium that gets that information into organics. Then we process that energy. We process that energy because we use it for our existence in our human body. We eat particular vitamins, minerals, and proteins to maintain uh, the body structure, but we have our, our consciousness to where we're able to experience life, process it, and then what happens when we process? Well, when we have thoughts, conscious activity, we're creating an electromagnetic frequency. All electromagnetic frequency reverts back to counter space where the energy came from. So whatever thought, action, behavior that we exhibit, that's an electromagnetic frequency that is grounded back into counter space and is recorded. It's cataloged. It's impossible to not have, if you're, if you're alive, it's impossible to not have a thought, to not have a reaction, to not have an observation. If, if there's a beautiful sunrise or sunset and you experience that, you're going to have a thought. You're going to have an emotion, a reaction. That's recorded. You get angry uh, in, in traffic. Someone uh, cuts you off or someone is tailgating. You have a reaction. You have an emotional response. That's recorded. So nothing can be hidden because it's attached to this energy cycle that comes from counter space, comes through an organic, is grounded back through the earth, and it's back through the sun. It makes this, this circuit. So what I found, what's what's interesting is this plastic and leather matrix that, that you and I live in, our parents, grandparents, and so forth, something or someone or a, a, a composite group, doesn't necessarily have to be all human, because there's obviously life that exists that's, that we would call not human, alien type of lives. Something has tried to hijack this natural energy pathway coming from counter space, going through the organic, human, plant, animal, water, and then going back into counter space, carrying the data that we generate. Here's why I say that. Since we have this uh, energy circuit and we are really passed through energy units, this... I call it this false matrix, um, this, this hijacked reality. They, for lack of better terms, they are trying to get our energy as human beings. They're trying to get our energy to artificially bring to life inanimate objects such as corporations, because corporations is a corpse. It's to form into a body or to take an assumption of a body. So how many of us work for a corporation or how many of us are self-employed and we form 
an LLC or a corporation? How many institutions are corporations? You know, religions are corporations. There are 501c3s in this country. They're registered to corporations. So what this world system of things, ask your question, and, and, and I'll wrap this up because this is all connected to this presentation today. This world matrix is set up to where it wants to take the pass-through energy that's supposed to go through us in a natural form and bypass us as energy units and get us to direct our energy into a corporation. The United States government's a corporation. Universities are corporation. Hospitals are corporations. Religions are corporations. Food corporations, radio. You're like, hmm, seems to me that everything's a corporation. It's like, yeah, Sherlock, you're just now figuring this out. Everything on this planet is directed to a corporation because it's trying to steal us as energy units and direct our energy into a corpse, a, a corporation, and give it life. It's not how it's supposed to work. The energy is supposed to pass through us, through nature, and go back into counter space uninhibited with, with no resistance. Not this war that we live in. That's how they're hijacking humanity. They're getting the energy that's coming through us and getting us to redirect it so that we work all of our life for a corporation. We're working for a 401k retirement, a home with a mortgage. Everything is to steal or redirect our energy and have it corrupted. Instead of going back to counter space in a pure form, it's to animate a corpse, a corporation. So if you look at a paycheck, and the, the root word of check means to arrest the motion, to restrain, to hold control. Well, pay is, in this sense, uh, the majority of the definition of, of pay would be a financial compensation. So if you're working 40 hours a week for a corporation, in exchange for that, they give you pay. So right now, it's let's say U.S. dollar. You get paid once a week, twice a week, once a month, if it's a salary, that you're getting fiat currency in exchange for 40 hours, if you work 40 hours this week. That 40 hours or 40 energy units that you as a human being gave to this corporation. A corporation can't exist unless it has human energy. So it's siphoning off 40 hours of your human existence, your human energy, and siphoning it off to a dead, inanimate object called a corporation to give it artificial life. That energy of yours was checked. It was arrested in motion. It was restrained. It was to hold control by this corporation. Our energy is not supposed to be in check. You're not supposed to get a pay check. Your energy is supposed to flow through, back through nature, back to source counter space, this dynamic energy. So I asked myself, CJ, years ago, I go, wait a minute. How much of my life am I taking this pass-through energy, since I'm an energy unit and I'm natural with water, same percentage as Earth, that's not by accident. How much of this pass-through am I giving it to this artificial matrix, which is hijacking? hijacking mankind in a human experience. And the more I got to thinking about in a given week, how many hours in a 24 hour day to break it up in mathematical numbers, 24, two plus four, six in a 24 hour day, I was staggered to realize less than 5% of my energy is flowing through in a natural way. 95% of it's being hijacked. It's being redirected. It's being restrained and held by a global system, everything's corporations. Yep. So then I realized, uh, oh, wait a minute, this this is all spiritual. This is this is a spiritual war or a spiritual psyop. It's siphoning this world system of things is siphoning our energy, since we're pure energy units and and we have great ability to create. We have imagination. We can create. 
And the energy should be in creating. Creating what? I don't know. Poetry, music, art, friendships with humans, friendships with animals, creating ex experiences of emotion, of beauty in, in nature. That's that's what we're supposed to be doing. But then I realized I'm doing at best 5%. I restructured, CJ, everything in my life, how I look at life, uh, how what my conscious thoughts are, my activity. I restructured everything, entertainment, sports. I threw TV away in 1992, never had it since. Wow. Wow. Jet, very, very well said and broken down. I know our audience uh, truly appreciated. We also had a great suggestion from one of our listeners, Jet. We do have a rogue uh, Discord group, and Discord's kind of like, kind of like almost equivalent of Telegram, where you can you can share information, you can share resources, some other tools, utilities that you can do with it. Um, and uh, someone said, "Well, you know what? You should create a, a Jet space on on the rogue Discord server." Uh, so I'm going to send you an invite link. Uh, feel feel free to use it or or email V and I any information that you want to share with our audience, and maybe that could be a, a good resource tool uh, for our audience in preparation for your shows to follow along or or articles and things that you want to share in there. Uh, so it's just an information sharing uh, system. It's 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 different than than social media. It's not it's not that uh, definitely not that, but. I'll also send you a link to invite and you can, you know, you can either do the web browser version or the, the app. And okay. uh, cause I think our, our audience is very uh, thirsty to gain uh, more information and in, in what you're sharing uh, jet. Well, I think uh, that's, uh, that's a good invitation. I appreciate that CJ. Cause what could happen? I don't know. Let's say 18% of your audience uh, finds this interesting. I could target that 18%. And if everyone else, of the audience right now in their life, they are interested in uh, accumulating wealth or, or certain possessions, or they are trying to establish a corporation and they're, this isn't a fit. Well, then they don't, uh, I guess if, if you have that section, they don't have to go to it. Well, yeah, they, they, yeah, they can, they can choose, right? Exactly. They choose, yeah. They, yeah. It'll, it'll be a hashtag with your, your name on it that you can post information you can even uh with those who are who want to listen more or learn more you can even create like uh uh do like a, a voice channel where you guys could do uh, a, a weekly or, or whatever you decide you know you know i don't want to make it more complex than what it has to be but uh the, the the point is that you can you can leverage discord to scale to different things and and different function that's why we use it not not just as an information sharing tool but you can you can leverage it i think one of our one of our listeners who uh is very uh, knowledgeable in terms of different laws and so forth they used to do a sunday hangout and he would invite anyone that would want to participate and they would jump into the, the voice channel right there in discord and you know you don't you don't have to have all the the different tech and live stream and all that you can just jump in there and those that want to participate can so I'll drop you an invite link uh, the moment that we get off this broadcast and I'll set up uh, for our Discord listeners. I know there's many of you that are listening to the stream right now. I will. Do you have a preference, Jet, that you'd like me to set that 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 channel up for you as just just maybe hashtag Jet Blake or, or is that cool? Just easily for you yeah, to recognize. So, so on your is it Rogue News Discord? Yes. Yeah, it's a Rogue News Discord. Okay, but then, so then there'd, the, there'd be a channel called Jet Blake. Yep. You got it. On. You got it. You got okay, it. and then then uh, then they would know. Okay, this Jet Blake guy, he's the scientist, but he gets into he talks a lot about spirituality. So it might not not necessarily be cryptos or uh, pensions or gold or silver. And then they can go to it if it's if it's eighteen percent. Because see, th that'll work, CJ. Because it it'll narrow down who's interested in further discussions. Yeah, it's content yep. specific. It's content specific. Yeah, because like what you said that you know not everyone wants to, but for those that are. Yeah. Uh, that want to learn more, those that want to be, you know, actively involved, then then that's the go-to. So I will, as soon as we get off, I have time to get that created, and then I'll drop you a link. And for those listeners uh, who are tuning in, you'll know exactly where you can also post questions and interact with uh, Jet on Discord. So uh, Jet, want to thank you for this great conversation today. I also want to thank our audience for tuning in. Uh, any closing thoughts, Jet, before we wrap up this session? Yeah, I just... Uh... I, I tried to uh, thank you for this uh, invite because uh, this is important. I tried to, 
I got kicked off YouTube, so I did a radioactive banana on Odyssey, and then I started a podcast, Ethereal Underground. But uh, there's only, I'll say this, there's only a couple years left that I'll be able to transmit this information. Uh, there's reasons for that. The best I can, all I can do, I, I don't charge anything for this. There is no motive. I have no motive except for sharing this information. I do care about people. Um, there's about two years left at best. I'm going to try to do as much as I can to explain what's going on. And uh, if I can encourage anyone to get out from the yoke of these system engineers and this absolute joke of a matrix of plastic and leather, I'm going to go to the very end fighting. And um, if I can be of any help, that's what I'm going to do with this limited time. If three or four, eight, nine people are all that listen and care, it's worth it. That's all, all I can say. And yep. I, I want to thank well you, said. you and V very well, because you're good friends of mine and I appreciate it. Thank you. Yep, absolutely. Uh, likewise, Jed, appreciate you as well. Uh, for listeners, again, that channel in Discord is already set up. And I'm dro dropping the link right now to to Jet to join in there. So uh, questions away. I did get also while I was doing the stream, did get a question from uh, one of our uh, admins with with Rogue stating that they've had uh, uh, quite a few responses and inquiries into uh, the water fil uh, filtration system. So that'll be a great spot in Discord to go learn uh, where you can purchase that and, and gain uh, more information. So, Jet, thank you so much for a great conversation. Enjoy the rest of your day. And we will be back real soon. FY for our listeners, there will be there will not be a show with Matthew Eric today at 2 p.m. His schedule is uh, pretty busy today. We will be rescheduling that to Wednesday afternoon. Uh, you can catch Matthew Eric and the, uh, the, the his his uh, YouTube uh, channel tomorrow. So thank you so much, Jet. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right, bye bye.